The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the fourth chapter. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing at all during those days, and when they were over, he was famished. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become a loaf of bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, One does not live by bread alone. Then the devil led him up and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And the devil said to him, To you I will give their glory and all this authority, for it has been given over to me, and I will give it to anyone I please. If you then will worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered him, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil took him to Jerusalem and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to protect you, and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is said, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished every test, he departed from him until an opportune time. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Dear friends in Christ, grace and peace to you from Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Today, we find ourselves not on the mountaintop like last weekend, but back at the very beginning of Jesus' public ministry. He is still soaking wet from his baptism when he is led by the Holy Spirit out into the wilderness where he is tempted, where he is tested for 40 days. Now, every year on this day, the first Sunday in the season of Lent, we hear one of the accounts of Jesus' temptation in the wilderness. At this point, he has not preached a sermon, he has not cast out a demon, he has not healed a sick person. He is simply standing on the edge of stepping into ministry. He is standing in the wilderness. And so Jesus, the one that is full of the Holy Spirit and led by the Holy Spirit, is tempted, is tested by the devil the slanderer, the adversary, the evil one. Now, in whatever image or concept of evil you may have, Scripture agrees, and so do I, that evil does exist in our world. There is in us and among us a strong opposition to love, to health, to wholeness, to unity, to peace. And that opposition seeks to tear us down and draw us away from God and God's love by telling us that we are worthless, that we are helpless, and more than anything else, we are all alone. Now, temptation is 
a universal human experience. And Jesus, being human, was not immune to being tempted. So the question is, if Jesus struggled, then who is exempt? And the answer is no one. In other words, we are not alone. When we find ourselves in those places of temptation, when we find ourselves in both the literal and the figurative wilderness, as Rachel just highlighted moments ago. Now, most if not all of us have been tempted at one time or another in our lives, right? And I'm not talking about the pie a la mode that is sitting out or that jar of chocolate chip cookies that's on the countertop. I have succumbed to that temptation on many occasions. But the truth is, temptation is so deceptively attractive Now, today's story doesn't give us a roadmap in terms of how we are to deal with temptation, but it does serve as a very important reminder to each and every one of us that as Christians, there will most certainly be temptations in our lives that will seek to draw us away from God. We'll be tempted to say and do things that hurt other people perhaps even justifying it along the way. We will be tempted to say and do what is popular, but maybe isn't always right. We'll be tempted to look the other way, say nothing and do nothing instead of speaking up for those whose voices are ignored, dismissed, or silenced. We'll be tempted by power, and riches, and all sorts of opportunities that the world has to offer. Things that will seek to draw us away from God and from our baptismal identity. From who we are as people of faith. Now one of the places that we are most vulnerable to temptation, and to that voice that seeks to draw us away from God is when we find ourselves in the wilderness. Now, in biblical times, the wilderness was often a place to escape threat, to gain courage and communicate with God. It is a place of solitude, simplicity, fasting, preparation, and transformation. But the wilderness can also be a place of deep isolation. It can be a place of deep loneliness, emptiness, loss, uncertainty, and fear. It can be a place where negative thoughts in our head set up camp and stay far too long. I'm sure the people of Ukraine right now are feeling like they are living in the wilderness. Millions fleeing, seeking safety and shelter, while thousands have senselessly died, and communities and towns have been attacked and destroyed. I'm sure anyone children and adults, 
who have faced any sort of bullying or teasing at school or at work or in any place are, or are overwhelmed by the struggles of work, of family and school and relationships feel like they are living in the wilderness. What does your wilderness look like today? When we find ourselves living in the wilderness of anxiety, addiction, depression, dementia, of grief and pain and suffering, the temptation is to believe that we are worthless, that we are helpless, and that we are all alone. And it is a horrible and debilitating feeling. So perhaps the good news that we need to hear today is simply this. When we find ourselves in those wilderness places, when we find ourselves living in the wilderness and we will at some point in our lives, we, you are not alone. You are never alone. Because just like Jesus, when we find ourselves in that place, we too have the presence of the Holy Spirit leading us along the way. Like Jesus, we too are still dripping wet from our baptism, where we are reminded daily of our identity, of our worth, of our value of who we are and whose we are, beloved children of God. And along with the assurances of God's grace, love, and hope, we are also reminded that when we find ourselves in those wilderness places, that we have a community of faith right here at St. Philip the Deacon that will pray for, care for, And love us along the way. We do not ever have to go at it alone. So wherever and whatever your wilderness may look like today or tomorrow. Remember that you are God's beloved. Always have been. Always will be. And that you are never alone in the temptations of this life and in the wilderness of this life. For God is with you each and every step of the way. Let it be so. Amen.